You're listening to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Welcome back to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt. And it is Wednesday, November 16th at 9.47 p.m. And we're back on the podcast. It's episode 16 of the Lecker Room this season, season two. We've gone 16 weeks in a row. That's pretty crazy. But Matt, how are we doing this evening? <laughs> It's hump day. I'm going to say anyway, it's almost a weekend. So if you guys are going to listen to on Thursday, just get through two more days and uh, we'll get ready for a big action of uh, college football this next weekend. I've been, I've been doing great. Yeah. And do you have a, tell them, tell them about your uh, hunting experience last weekend. I was gone all week. If you guys didn't notice, I was on the podcast, did a lot of hunting. Um, Just needed some time away from work and everything. And it was really awesome to kind of get a mental break and, just had a had a good time, shot some pheasants and quail, but uh, I'm happy to be back, and hopefully the cats can win out. That's what I'm nervous about. That's that's my next uh, anxiety. <laughs> yeah, no, no joke. And oh, I thought you were, I thought you were deer hunting. I thought I was, was doing that too. Okay, I okay. Was doing that too. Well, your yeah. your dad got a deer, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Nice, nice. And you didn't, you didn't get one, did you? No, I'm gonna, I'll, right. I'll get one later. Don't worry. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, cool. If you get your deer, send over some deer jerky. Yes, I, I will. <laughs> shout out to shout out to my bosses. They went deer hunting this past weekend uh, as well. Uh, and that sounds by the sound way it sounds they got they got a couple deer too. So, um, so we'll have some deer jerky in the office again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, we're gonna do, let's just go ahead and get right to it. We're back on the podcast. It's Wednesday, and we only have two games left: K State football West at West Virginia this weekend, and then of course the following weekend after Thanksgiving is home versus KU. So um, hopefully, it's four games left. If things yeah, go that's right. that's true. Two regular season games. I will say. Let me recorrect recorrect myself. Yeah, two two regular season games, and you know. One, what is it? One victory. All we need is to win one of the next two and have Texas lose once. Is that something? Correct? Yeah, something like that. But let's just win out, you know. Yeah, let's no, I, a- I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so at West Virginia this weekend, one o'clock. But let's go ahead and um recap the Baylor game and and you watch the game uh, on mm-hmm. your vacation, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, it was just another another <laughs> one of those games. Uh, I guess uh. You know, similar to the Oklahoma State game, is and this time on the road, it's just Will Howard has to come back in, and uh, it's something that we didn't really expect was going to happen. Adrian Martinez goes down with a with an ankle injury, and it looks like he's going to be out the rest of the season. Um, what they say, four to six weeks or something like that. So they say he should be ready for KU. I saw actually listen to Clement's thing. Oh, is that true? Okay. Yes. Okay. Well. I mean, at this point, I mean, it, it, obviously, I think Will's Will Howard's playing, the guy. And Adrian hasn't played bad. No, no, I don't think he did. I think, I think the, <laughs> I think the consensus after the Baylor game is this is now Will Howard's team, and yeah. there is no 
again, I think we said this uh, after the Oklahoma State and even the Texas podcast. Um, no, no bashing towards AJ Martinez. It's just the offense. It's just that much better with Will Howard. It just yeah. is. I, I mean, it it's it's He's, it flows better. And Adrian's ran it great. Like, and I'll be honest, Adrian's that type of guy. He probably like yeah. Will's probably the guy they're John right now, and let's just do what we can to win. Right, and it's just it just goes back to you know what I said after the Oklahoma State game. It's like let's keep the guy who's hot in the game, who's <laughs> slugging the ball, just, just like in baseball. Right, exactly. You know, you look at these numbers. You know, even when Adrian was in seven for eight, twenty-five yards, but you know, only averaging three-point yard, three-point-one yards per completion um mm-hmm. and he ran for well i guess he didn't run for many yards that game but um and will howard comes in after adrian gets hurt and immediately starts slinging the ball like a crazy person 19 for 27 on the game almost 200 yards 196 and three touchdowns but he's averaging 7.3 yards per completion that's crazy that's a first down every other play yeah i mean you're it's no wonder they're putting up 31 points like nothing and they could have scored more i mean what was the score at half it was uh 17 to 17 three um and then you know third and fourth quarter they just you know kind of i think they kind of took it a little easier and give credit to the defense i mean the defense obviously stepped up they were crazy good again this is the first this is the first time since 2002 and i think 2003 when they won the big 12 this is the fourth game this season where K State did not let up a touchdown. Oh, really? Yes, that's insane. Well, okay, let's go through them all: Baylor, Oklahoma State, Iowa State, and then South Missouri. Dakota. Or South Dakota, yeah. And it would have been Missouri too. Mm-hmm. Um, they had that at garbage, the end. Yeah, they yeah. had that garbage time touchdown, the untimed down. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of nonsense, but you. I mean, that's. That's insane. I mean, it's seriously, especially in today's football, like the game, like that's outstanding. That's phenomenal. Well, and imagine this, you know, they, as well as the defense played the second half against Texas. I mean, just think of how the, how that game would have flipped if, if they would have uh, not gotten smacked in the mouth against Texas in the first half. I mean, they didn't give up a single touchdown in the second half. So, I mean, that's six, that's six straight quarters without giving up a touchdown. Yeah. Dating back to the Texas game. So um, one thing about the defense, though, is that they did lose Kobe Savage at the end of the Baylor game. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't I don't know how serious that injury is. I haven't really done. He's out for the rest of the season. I I think think, I think that's correct. That's all I all I've seen is stuff on Twitter. So um, so that's that's a big loss for the defense, considering how well he's he played all year was a was a big factor in that Texas game in the second half. Um I mean we we called his name all year on the podcast. So that's that's a big loss on the defense, but we'll have guys step up and we've had guys step up all season long. Um anybody else on defense want to shout out? We didn't I don't think we turned them over one time, did we? No, we did. The interception. Oh, we had two interceptions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm I I, I don't even remember when that was. First was that were those in the first, first half? half yeah. Okay. Because the second the second half, I kind of stopped paying attention because we were just. I mean, I was still watching, but it was like, you know, we were we were beating them so bad. First, okay, yeah. So their first possession, we picked them off. 
and uh, their last possession of the game, we picked them up. Okay. So, 31 to 3. Um, Will Howard's the guy moving forward, and what I guess we'll lose his red shirt for the rest of the season, it sounds like. But I mean, that's fine. There's still a lot to play for. Yeah, you know, this season. It's like, yeah. it's like if we were, if K State had one or two less victories, then it's like, well, okay, let's preserve his red shirt. But they are literally clicking and gelling so well with Will Howard at the quarterback position, winning, winning football games, winning big time football games. And like you said, if the cats went out or if they just went, I'm not going to keep saying they're going to win out, they're going to win out and they're going to go to Arlington with, with all of the adversity that K state has been through this season with the loss to Tulane, um, with the loss to uh, TCU, TCU after having that 20 to 10 lead. Um, almost coming back to Texas. I mean, just a couple things bounce our way this year. K State very well could be ten and zero or nine and one. Yeah, and and uh, you know they've won games that you know. I mean, we didn't think they were going to win at Oklahoma after the Tulane game. We didn't think we were going to that K State was going to win that game. Um, K State showed a lot of resiliency. At Iowa State. Iowa State. Um, and then, of course, at home versus Oklahoma State, bouncing back after their first Big 12 loss at TCU. And mm. and, and then, obviously, in the second half versus Texas, K-State is a very dangerous team moving forward. And, and if, if I if I were TCU and TCU would – K-State's uh, one of those teams you want to play twice. You do not want to play K-State a second time in Arlington because if I'm a betting man – K-State's going to come down there with some vengeance and just stomp on your neck and ruin your chance at a college football playoff. Yeah. If 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 I'm TCU, I'm wanting so desperately to play a team like Texas, like uh, Baylor maybe. Um, who else is in the – Oklahoma State's even in Oklahoma the running State. still. I mean, if Oklahoma – I I would be very upset if Oklahoma State somehow slipped their way into the Big 12 championship game because then that's just a free win for TCU. Even though, even though, um, yeah, they played each other earlier. I think TCU won that game forty-three to forty. But Oklahoma State is just not the same team. Um, we and broke them. Oh, for sure, big time. Um, and Oklahoma State's—they're the underdog. They're like a seven and a half point dog against OU this weekend at uh, Bedlam, which is crazy mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. as bad as OU's been this year, they're still a good football team. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so K-State, two games left at West Virginia versus KU. We'll get to the KU game next week. We'll have to plan some stuff um, um, after this podcast. Maybe we'll get have with to old Joshy. Yeah, exactly. Um, we'll have to do something special for that. and um, I don't know. We'll have to come up with some ideas, but we'll, we'll do that later this week. Um, at West Virginia, let's go ahead and jump into that. This is a 1 o'clock game in Morgantown. Uh, West Virginia is coming off their very first – and possibly only Big 12 victory ever over Oklahoma, considering that Oklahoma is leaving the conference. Um, West Virginia is four and six on the year. They've lost to Pitt at, at home versus KU, at Texas Tech versus TCU, and at Iowa State. Um, here's the thing about, you know, at first glance versus West Virginia, I mean, First of all, let me get your opinion. What's your first 
opinion about West Virginia. <laughs> um, dangerous, <laughs> especially in Morgantown. I, it could be a trap game. Kate, I think Katie's gonna be focused, but this one scares me. Well, and it's always hard to win in Morgantown. Just just traveling to West Virginia is a pain. It's on the East Coast. Yeah, and... it's a it's a long flight. It's probably like a four hour flight for most Big Twelve teams. Um, however, like Neil Neil Brown's still their coach, and I don't think he's a very good coach. I think here he's a lot like um, Drinkwitz from Missouri. <laughs> um, and you know, in their in two in their two Big Twelve wins, they won by three versus Baylor, which I don't understand how that happened. Yeah, and then they won by three versus OU. Every other Big 12 opponent they've played this year, I guess except KU, has been more than one touchdown. I guess one touchdown or greater difference. And, like, you look at Iowa State. Iowa State's a very physical team. And K-State's a very physical team. And Iowa State State probably has one of the worst offenses in the Big 12, if not the country, this year. And they put up 31 points on West Virginia. And so I think K-State's going to do something very similar to that the only thing that that scares me is again it's on the road in west virginia um but west virginia is playing for their bowl lives right now they're four and six with two games left and i kind of wish it was a later game since we have to travel that's true yeah I, i'm glad it's, it's i'm glad one. it's not a morning game so it'll give the if it'll give the team some time to wake up and get prepared um but at the end of the day k-state's just a better team and they just are uh, Will Howard should win at the quarterback, and um, I mean, I, I there's just there's no there's nobody really on their team that really stands out to me either. Um, they're eighth in the Big Twelve. JT Daniels, he's got a sixty-one percent completion rate, thirteen touchdowns, nine interceptions. So he's prone to throw throw some picks. Um, they got all kinds of guys that are running the ball, but. I mean, they don't really have anybody that they stick with. They they bounce back and forth between Justin Johnson and Tony Mathis. So uh, we'll see we'll see what they do there. But they're they're definitely more of a throwing team. Um, you know, two thousand yards by their quarterback. So uh, J T. Daniels is probably their only really threat to do anything. Um, mm-hmm. It is senior day for them too, and I'm not sure. Let's see you, see you, senior. He's a junior. junior. Okay, so I guess he probably won't care then. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> um, Casey's got to strap it on. We should be able to run on him. I think pound so. Pound the rock. Pound yep. the rock. Pound the rock. Well, Deuce Deuce had some fantastic runs last week against Baylor, and I yeah. think, and that's the thing about Deuce is he's a obviously a smaller back, and Texas was kind of a physical defense, and and uh, Iowa State was obviously physical, and Deuce, Deuce always has trouble breaking free against those physical defenses. But you get you get you get those defenses that are more, um, more used to I guess pass pass coverage, and you get Deuce in the open. Oh, it's done. Mm-hmm. It's over. <laughs> so we'll we'll see what Deuce is able to do against their defense. But Matt, let's get a score prediction from you. I already got my score prediction in. Don't look at it though. <laughs> oh, I was gonna do thirty. I, it's gonna be close at half. I think they're gonna give us a fight. I think it's gonna be thirty-eight seventeen. Cats pull away in the second half. Okay, thirty-eight seventeen. Um, I had 
I've had I've had my prediction. I, I put it in the spreadsheet yesterday. I was looking through all the old games. Um I, I, I basically took all of the K State's Big Twelve games and all of K uh West Virginia's Big Twelve games, except for the KU game, and then I just averaged everything down and then I said, Well, K State's defense is just better, so I think they're gonna hold them to a pretty low score. My score is K State wins thirty to thirteen. Um, and then the recap last week, the final score was thirty-one to three. I guess twenty-one to twenty-seven to twenty, and I won. I was twenty-one points away. You were thirty-four to thirty-one. You were thirty-one points away, and Griffin was thirty-seven to thirty-three. He was thirty-six points away. So, we finally beat the guest. <laughs> Good. Uh, the guest. The guest prediction is now two and three, or three and two. Sorry, the only person. So. Griffin won on his first appearance against the Texas Tech game. And then uh, my brother Andrew won the Texas one. And Brick won the OU score. Or I'm sorry, the Tulane score. So we'll need to get another guest on for this week. But the current standings, um, let's see. I am currently up by... 11 points and the guest is ahead of you by one point man that's so. bullshit <laughs> we should be winning well and it's i was telling griffin last week on the weeks that we haven't had guest predictions i've put the worst score for the mm. guest predictions so you would think that that would help us out but it's not <laughs> but overall i'm in the lead right now so um Okay, you want to move on? Let's talk about K State basketball. K State basketball. They look competent. They look good. Did you see that play, Marquez Noel, the behind the back pass yeah. and the dunk by yeah. Tomlin? Frank Martin highlights. Woo. They're uh they're clicking already. And I know they don't have early, any. They don't but... have any crappy inbound plays. No. Weird. Well, they they move the ball. They're scoring points. And they just look like they like each other, like on the court. Yeah. They just look like they look like it's that not going to take it's not going to take one person to score all the points. Like they, if it's one, if it's Keontae Johnson one game, they're gonna everybody's gonna be okay with that. If it's Marquez Noel the next game, if it's Sills the next game, nobody's gonna care. I it, it, we don't need one person scoring all the points like it was the last couple of years. Last, yeah. I I think that's what's gonna make K State such a such a threat in the Big Twelve Sneaky this year. Team. Yeah, exactly. And Tang's got them going, baby. Like they just, they just look like a basketball team. Yeah. Uh, um. You got talent. It's not even just their offense through the first two games. Their defense has been suffocating as well. They were leading uh, California by like nineteen at one point. Yeah, they were. They were ahead, I think, by twenty. Uh, or it it was it was close to twenty. Um in the first half. Of course they they tried giving it up in the second half, but they still end up winning by nine. Nine. Let's look, let's look at the final score. We we'll get this right. 63 to 54 against at Cal, big road game. And then their first game UT Rio Grande Valley, they won 93 to 59. That game they looked very good in the first half. Second half they kind of seemed a little sluggish, but I will say Cal um their arena is a piece of shit. <laughs> you been there? Uh, no, but I was just I was just looking up photos and uh, um, 
looking up uh, highlights and stuff like that, and the crowd was really bad. Like I don't, I don't think it was even half full. Let's look. Those West yeah. Coast people just don't support teams. I'm telling. No, you. they don't care. They don't care about anything except for the Lakers and the Clippers. Mm-hmm. That's really it, and maybe hockey too. But they don't care about the Chargers. They don't care about the Rams. Um, they have an eleven thousand, almost twelve thousand capacity stadium, and it was like a. Oh, it was the eleventh? What day was that? Saturday. Mm-hmm. Saturday night in Cal in Berkeley, California, and only three thirty six hundred people go watch a basketball game. And people and people in the Pac twelve are like, "Oh yeah, the Pac twelve is way better than the Big 12. It's like, "Are you sure? Do you really think yeah. people on the West Coast care about the Pac twelve? I don't care if it's an early conference game. It's a Power Five matchup. Like, go watch your team. Freaking the Springfield Cardinals Double A baseball team get more fans than Cal's basketball team. I mean, how many people go to that school? Even forty thousand. Let's look." University of Cal. Um, enrollment. Enrollment. I wanted to see. 45,000 45, students. And you can't you can't even get more than 3,000 people at your game. I mean, K-State played UT uh, Rio Grande Valley, and the student section was jam-packed. And I know that you, know, you can make the argument of, oh, there's not much to do in Kansas, but it's like it's it was students. Yeah. They're they're on campus. They're supporting. They could the be team. at the bar. I mean, there's there's twenty five thousand students that go to Missouri State and they don't go to the games. And there's well, yeah. I mean, it's just like you could make the same argument. There's not a lot a lot to do down here either, but they still don't go to the games. But K State students go to the games, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So um. Anyway, I kind of went off on a tangent there. Cats basketball looking really good. I'll, I'll need to I'll need to watch a couple more games to really have some more insight on them. It was it was hard to it was hard to uh, follow up with that game because I was just watching it on the ESPN app because it was on Pac-12 Network, so I couldn't actually watch it live. Um, but who do we have next? Kansas City, uh, UMKC, the um, Ruse, the Kangaroos. Tomorrow. Uh, at Bramlage, so they return home for, I believe, a couple of games. Um, and then they go to Butler, which that'll be their first real um, test of the season on the 30th. November 30th, they go at Butler. And Butler's always a really good basketball team. So they go UMKC at home, Rhode Island at home, at Butler. And then they have six home games in a row before Big 12 play starts and i'm thinking about going to that nebraska game in kansas city december 17th that'd be fun yeah i think that'll be a really good time but west virginia at home saturday december 3rd that'll be a fun one um but the way it's looking right now k-state very well k-state basketball very well could be a one loss team going into big 12 play which is completely different from what they looked like last year i mean i think they had two or three maybe four losses going into big 12 play last year and that's and that's saying something because a lot of the teams you play in non-conference are really just aren't not that great, you know. No. So there's no reason there's no reason you shouldn't be eight nine wins before you even get into the Big Twelve play. Um. So, yeah, that's all I got for basketball. I don't know what. Do you have anything else? No, they just they look competent. Mm-hmm. Competent. And I'm glad Marquez Noel. The, the two games that I've seen him play, he looks. 
immensely better. Like he was good. Don't get me wrong last year. I mean, he was good enough to play, but like his passing is better. His shooting is better. He just has confidence. It's unbelievable yeah. confidence. And they're not being micromanaged the entire game either. Like that Tang really just, Tang just says, play. go out and play. Yeah. And if, you know, anyway. Hey, all you sports and health nerds out there. It's Jacob here. If you are having trouble finding an exercise routine, trying to find a good diet plan, or just looking to change things up, might I suggest checking out 8minutefitness.com. There are multiple articles to click on to meet your health and exercise needs. Learn about basic exercises for beginners, read about the best green superfood, and also the best sports drinks to order at a gas station, even exercises for fishermen trying to perfect their casts, and much more. From experts to beginners, 8-Minute Fitness is for you. Okay, next. Anything? NFL? Go Chiefs. Chiefs? That's all, I'm say. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you're going to say. Yeah. They, uh, they basically dominated the Jaguars last weekend. Um, Vikings, huge, huge upset victory over the Bills. I was watching that game while I was working on Sunday afternoon. Um, I still can't believe how that game ended up. Because, like, so you got Justin Jefferson makes the one-handed catch, which I think is probably one of the best catches of all time. Like, I think it's better than the Odell Beckham catch from 2013 mm-hmm. or something that was like awesome. that. Yeah. It was like fourth and 18, saves the day. Then the Vikings get stopped on the goal line. Then the Bills fumble it and the Vikings recover. Then the Bills go down the field and tie the game. And then the Vikings go down the field in overtime and kick a field goal. And then that was the a great fumble. game. That was the game of the year. At this point, that was the game of the year. Uh, and I've been saying on previous podcasts, I haven't been too impressed with the NFL this year. That was that was the best game I've watched all season. And I'm glad I actually got to watch it too, because usually the Vikings uh, get picked over. Uh, another team gets picked over the Vikings in this area mm-hmm. on TV. So I was glad I finally got to watch it. Um, Packers, Packers came back against uh, the Cowboys, ruining Brett's like 12-team parlay. Which he would, Good. he would literally, he he won every single bet except for that game, <laughs> and the and the Cowboys had the lead the entire game. They had a two touchdown lead in the fourth quarter. So, rip Brett. Um, Broncos lost again. They're terrible. They have the worst offense in the NFL. And anybody else? Buccaneers no. won. Buccaneers beat the Seahawks in Germany. So that was kind of neat to watch that early Sunday morning. So yeah, I know that's kind of weird to be honest. Eight yeah, thirty watching a football game. I had no idea that they were playing in Germany this year. I thought they were only playing in London. Oh, like, really? wh- I guess, what's your opinion of uh, what would what would you what would you think about if a team expanded overseas or something like a team? There was an NFL team in London. I don't know. I don't. Think, <laughs> I just don't think they give a shit about football or. I don't think so either, but like logistically, you know, you have a West Coast team traveling 15 hours to go play a football game in London. Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> so it's like we're getting so far away from like, especially in college football, everything used to be about geographics and, you know, making traveling e- easy for teams. But now it's like, eh, who gives a fuck? You know, throw them on a plane. 
Yeah, I mean, but still, but still, these they're still people. (laughs) You know, they have to sit on the plane and uh, wear down their body by traveling so much, and just adding that extra eight-hour flight out to across the ocean. Um, But you're probably right, though. I mean, they don't care about football in Europe. They're all soccer people. You know, uh, but it's cool to see you know them do that in other countries and. It seems like they, they they described it on online. It was like uh, Super Bowl atmospheres in those in those countries because you know they get to see a NFL game come to their city, so they make a big uh, you know pomp and cir- the, the yeah. pomp and circumstance of it surrounding the game. Even though the game is just like around here, it's like oh, it's just another regular season game, so who cares? But okay, that's NFL. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. I think we're good. Kind of a shorter yeah. one. Yeah, tonight. But uh, I think we covered a lot. And next week we'll have a we'll have a big episode with uh, we'll have Mr. Josh, Josh Klein, yeah. Josh Hawks on. So um, follow them at Josh Hawks underscore Pod. Follow us on Twitter uh, at the Lecker Room. Um, follow Matt uh, at Ravy Matt too. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Follow me at Jlec underscore twenty four. Follow Griffin at Griffin Myers one or Griffin Myers one. Griffin one Myers. I don't remember, <laughs> but thanks for Griffin filling in last week. I think we had a, we had a pretty productive podcast last week. Um, and what do we have? We're going to do this, what two episodes after this, and then maybe take a week off because yeah, because the big 12, is there a gap between the big 12 championship and the last game? So it'll knock be, on wood, knock on wood. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be next week. will be the, before the KU game. And then the week after that's the big 12 championship. So we'll probably have two episodes and maybe a third one if we feel like doing like a random one in between those two. Um, and then we'll probably take like a week or so off just because and we've been doing basketball. I mean, yeah, and then get and then dive deep into basketball as well as like talking about the bowl game for K-State um, football. But uh, yeah, 16 weeks in a row. This is our 16th episode in a row. So I know we only post once a week, but it's uh, it's kind of a grind. <laughs> I will say, yeah, it is. Yeah. and you know, follow us on the Twitter page. Go vote in the polls, and uh, we appreciate everybody listening at this point in the season. I know some sometimes the episodes get kind of repetitive, <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah but uh, you know, we're we're still doing our best here, and we're we're glad to still be making episodes. And K State football still and running for the Big Twelve championship. So um, let's go ahead and wrap it up. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt. This has been another edition of the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. I hope everybody has a great Thursday. Have a great weekend. Stay safe if you're traveling. And we'll see you next week. Go Cats. This has been the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Thank you for listening.